would you pray with me? Holy God, mighty and immortal, you are beyond our knowing, yet we see your glory in the face of Jesus Christ. Transform us into the likeness of your Son, who renewed our humanity so that we may share in his divinity. Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Luke, the ninth chapter. Now about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory in the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he'd said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent and in those days told no one any of the things they had seen. On the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. Just then a man from the crowd shouted, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son. He is my only child. Suddenly a spirit seizes him, and all at once he shrieks. It convulses him until he foams at the mouth. It mauls him and will scarcely leave him. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Jesus answered, You faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon dashed him to the ground in convulsions. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And all were astounded at the greatness of God. This transfiguration text is positively rich with connection to the rest of the Bible. And I'll leave that teaser there for you to wonder about throughout your day. What I'm drawn to today are fathers and their sons. This text for today can be broken into two parts. The first happens with Jesus and his companions on the mountaintop. This isn't the first mountaintop event in scripture. In fact, God and God's people have a way of having meaningful encounters on the tops of mountains. Moses and Elijah, Jesus' conversation partners in this scene, are but two examples. In like manner, we often speak of mountaintop experiences in our own faith. 
These may be major milestone events that stand out to you throughout the entirety of your faith life. Today's mountaintop scene is punctuated by Jesus' Father speaking from the cloud. This is my Son. Listen to him. The second part of this story happens down the mountain, in the valley. While there are certainly mountaintop experiences in our faith and in our life, there are also those valleys, times when struggle, anguish, and exasperation reigns supreme. It may well be that mountaintop experiences help sustain you in the valleys, and the valleys likewise give the mountaintops their true depth of meaning. This scene is set off once again by a father speaking of his son. This is my son, my only son. Look at him. Both are sons. Both are only sons. One sits at the right hand of God on the mountaintop in glory. He is to be listened to. The other is thrown to the ground by demons, in the valley, shrieking and mauling in pain. He is to be looked at. They are at once connected by a shared identity in their being only sons, and yet they are different. The whole movement of this text tells us something. Jesus does not stay in his glory. Rather, he comes down from it into the valley where this other only son is. He comes and heals, restores to life one who is at the point of death. He speaks and he is listened to, just as his father commanded on the mountaintop. He speaks to the one he looks upon just as the boy's father begged. Jesus comes down to the valley, looks upon us, and speaks words of healing to us. I wonder, when have you felt that you were in the valley? Maybe you're there now. When is it that you felt that you needed to be seen? What words of healing do you need to hear today? Today's is a story of two sons, one in glory and the other in agony. This is a story of God and Jesus coming down out of glory to bring the mountaintop to us in the valley. This is a story of God and Jesus bringing glory to our agony. This is a story of God and Jesus bringing life to those who are near to death. Of course, we know the rest of the story. Jesus settles this once and for all by going to die so that we might have life. Martin Luther calls this the happy exchange. Jesus taking on our lot to give to us what Jesus enjoys, life and glory. So today, may you cherish this happy exchange that Jesus brings to you. 
Today, no matter if you're on the mountaintop or down in the valley, know that Jesus sees you. Jesus loves you. And Jesus speaks to you words of healing and hope. Listen to him. Amen.